Hi there, this is Amanda and you are listening to The Vining Perspective. Today is a daily drop. Dailies are typically between 5 and 10 minutes and are focused around thought leadership, inclusive to RevOp, sales, senior leadership, and business development. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, everybody, I'm going to attempt a big one. First of all, happy Mother's Day to everybody out there that is listening that's also a mama, whether you're a working mama, stay-at-home mama. I just want to say a big shout-out to all of you raising these kids, doing it in quarantine life. You kick butt all day. It is 4.01 a.m. in my world on Mother's Day, so looking forward to my family getting up. I was woken up by my dog child, Barry, barking in my face repeatedly for absolutely no reason at about 3.30, so here I am now doing this podcast. So hopefully my voice isn't too scratchy for you all. So I am going to be talking about a really, really big topic today, and The reason I'm going to do it is because I did have a conversation with someone on Friday that just got the wheels turning on it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it in 10 minutes. I'm going to do my best. Um, But it's something that I think is so, so important right now. So what triggered the conversation was I had sent out an email about mental health um, and just really making sure that we are aware it's Mental Health Awareness Month. This pandemic is making things a lot harder on people because we are cooped up. We aren't seeking, you know, our normal treatment paths for a lot of people. There is absolute realness in that mental health is so real. One in four people are affected by it and that we are in a unique environment that is causing additional stress. So there's no doubt about that. So the email that I had sent prompted a conversation. I ended up having a long conversation with someone I must also say quickly before I go on that the biggest blessing for me in starting this has just been the conversations that I've been having with different people from all over the world, from different businesses, from everywhere, um, that because it has been in a vulnerable environment, it has allowed us to kind of quickly get to conversations we would have probably never had over a glass of wine or at a conference or even at the office. Um, So thank you so much for that because it's been extremely cathartic for me as well. Um, But this is an individual that I didn't necessarily have a a closer relationship with prior to this. Um, But the conversation was just around someone being toxic. Um, and that, that toxic energy right now in a time where your own mental health is so important, what would I do if that's not a situation I could necessarily change um, to try to get some control back? And I thought, what a brilliant question. I mean, am I actually prepared to answer that question? Am I an expert in answering that question? Certainly not. Um, But does that mean that I won't try it? (laughs) No, it won't. We all know that. Um, I can only speak from my own experience, right? Um, I can tell you how I would deal with it. And if it's helpful for you, great. Um, But I don't know if it will be sound for all, right? So I'll give you a little disclaimer there. Um, But basically, I thought it was brilliant in the sense that there are toxic like toxic people out there and like the normal advice you'd get on toxic people like if you googled what to do with someone toxic um you would be, oh, cut them out of your life. Well, that's pretty hard if you're quarantining together, right? And that toxic person's a member of your family. Or that's really hard if you are dealing with someone in the workplace that's toxic, right? Because if it's your boss or your colleague or on your team even, or just someone who's who's closely aligned to you that's toxic at work because you don't have that control. So I'm going to start off by saying, firstly, I don't think most people are genuinely toxic people. I, I don't. I think I've only come in contact with a couple of people that are genuinely toxic in their nature, Um, 
in my life, you know, the people who look for that cloud on a sunny day or that person who would win $100 million in the lottery and then just be pissed off that they have to pay taxes. It's the person I'm talking about that, that you can't help and I'll get to them in a minute. But the majority aren't that way, right? They aren't. We've all had moments in our career where we were going through it and perhaps pushing that energy onto someone else. Um, Many, many have infectious energy. Many people are the one that when they walk in the room, you know it because if they're happy, everyone's happy. Or if they are jovial and laughing, everyone's laughing that day. Or if they are upset, then you feel that tension from a mile away. They don't even have to open their mouth and you know how tense it feels, right? It's just infectious energy. And because right now we're going through it, some people that have that same infectious personality are extremely negative and they're then passing it on to those around them. So what I want to say with this is, one, think about it. Are you really dealing with a truly toxic person or are you dealing with someone who's rightfully just in the stress right now and that energy is being transferred to you and majority of what they're talking about right now is toxic, but that's not who they are in their normal identity? If it's that, then I would say you handle the situation completely differently than I would advise the other side, which I'll do in a moment. But if that's the case, I would probably have a conversation with that person, probably around the fact that this is not their normal character, that you know I respect and I appreciate and I understand everything they're going through without a shadow of a doubt, given this pandemic. But just like them, I'm also impacted in numerous ways. And I'm working really hard for my own mental health, for my family, for my own mental being, me as in my individual self, is working to how I'm going to be strategic, how I'm going to be bigger picture, how I'm going to look at the other side and say, at least I did X, Y, and Z. And that's really important to me. So when you're bringing your stress to me, if I can solve it, if I can make it better for you, if you want to work together on a solution, I'm happy to do that. But if it's just becoming, um, you know, a transfer of it, or you haven't evented out, I can't continue to be that for you. Not because I don't care about you and respect you. What I love most about you is how fantastic you can be when you're on and you're strategic and how infectious you can be. But I hope you can understand that for me and for my family and for my individual self, I can't take that on each day. The last couple of weeks have not been productive for me. And I hope that I can have this transparent conversation with you. And If it's not a truly toxic person, you might take them a minute. They might have to like sit on it and reflect on it and and get through it. Like, shit, I have been negative. But normally what will happen is like, they'll be like, damn, like I have been coming in and dumping all my stuff on you. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry I made you feel that way. Because again, some people are just super infectious and it's not intentional. And they, they might not even realize it because when they give you that dump of information, they may walk away feeling better when you're feeling worse. So don't be afraid to say, I'm an empathetic individual. So when this comes to me, I not only receive it, I carry it. And I can't carry it when I'm already carrying a load heavier than my normal one. So I hope you can appreciate that and understand that this is not out of a lack of care or respect for you. It's truly just doing what I need to also do to to survive and to, to thrive through this. And I do think people will understand that. And I do think that that's more than half the problem. Now, on the other side of this, um, there are the people who are, you know, are really, truly toxic people. And again, I I don't know many of these people. I really don't. But these are the ones that they, again, they look for the negative. And I guess from a senior leadership perspective, like who I would say I see as this type of a person would be like, 
one of the things that I find is like, I love our culture, right? Like I love how egalitarian we are. I love how irreverent we are. I love that I can do something like this podcast and find it empathetic to me, find it cathartic, find it also beneficial to, to so many people. But you have the ability to talk to whoever you want in leadership, whenever you want. You can comment. I think we've handled this with such class. You know, look at some of our whatever the competitive landscape has done. We have updates from our founders, town halls, from senior leaders all over the world. But whenever I look at those and I see them, I always see the one or two comments of the person who clearly wrote something to text it to a friend to tie it to like incite toxicity. And I don't know those people from a hole in the wall, right? So it's like, I don't know if that's their nature or that's a moment. That's one bad moment that would speak to what I just spoke about. But for me, I struggle with it, I think, just because I came from a corporate environment before this that was not at all egalitarian. Like you wouldn't say hi to the manager one level above you, much less if the founder (laughs) made a video commenting on it in a way that is um, perceived as toxic to others. But I look at that and I'm just like, what are you gaining from that? Um, You want to be mad right now, right? And I get it. These are personal things. These are personal conversations. But you can ask a question that still insights provoke, like a provokes information, but not do it in a way that's toxic. They're two totally different things. And again, I'm talking about a, a couple of comments I've seen guys here, not the majority. So that would be one. You know, another thing I see sometimes is like me doing this podcast would have someone be like, oh. She, she must have nothing to do. Must be nice. Oh, is that work to do? And in my younger years, a comment like that would like really upset me because when you're working as hard as I am and you're as honest and vulnerable as I am and you're like, hey, I struggle with insomnia. I don't sleep. I'm up. I'm doing this to what I know are for right intentions in my normal work life. I'm on the road 65% of the time away from my family. Anyone who sees my schedules, my meetings, I'll throw in 200 extra vidyards. I've I've met with over 200 accounts this year. Um, You know, it breaks you down in a lot of ways and really, really hurts your feelings. And in my younger years, it would have done that. But then now I've kind of gotten to a point where I related to the toxicity because I'm just like, you're like using this to make fun of me. Like, I don't really think that's a reflection of me. Um, And you kind of get there. And it's kind of empowering when you do. So my advice for you is that kind of taking that lesson. Um, you know yourself, right? Like you know your worth, you know the work that you're doing, you know those pieces. So when someone gives you like a toxic criticism that isn't founded in anything that is logical or intelligent, or if someone is being toxic even in just dumping on you, like they are actually just jumping their entire life onto you, knowing you're an empathetic person and, and watching it deteriorate you just so that you meet them in their misery. Like that statement, misery loves company. You have to gain control and say, I will set a boundary that no longer allows that individual to do that. I will not be that for that person and make it an extremely strict boundary. And as I go back to what I said at the beginning, the majority of people are not toxic people or bad people. They're just going through it and their energy is infectious. And if you set the boundary with them and you do the way I said it at the beginning, it'll work. And then for the ones that it won't because they are toxic and you standing up to them is only going to piss them off more. You saying, I command my space. I need to do this for my own sanity, my own um, strength, my own ability to thrive and strive through everything I have going on. I can no longer be your confessional. I can no longer be your dumping ground. I can no longer be event session every day. I need to focus on the elements of how I'm going to be better on the other side. And I, and I can't do that. And I won't. 
And then they keep doing it to you and coming back for more and coming back for more. And you've set the boundary. You have to keep repeatedly setting it. Do not cave. Do not allow yourself to become the dumping ground that next day because if it is a truly toxic person, they will test you and keep coming back for more. And if you fail that test and let them in, you're doing it to yourself. You need to own and control and be accountable for your own reactions to what is brought to you. But if they keep doing it, they don't care about you. They really don't. So why do you care about them so much that you're allowing it to be at your own demise, right? So my lesson of advice is that when I've been met with true toxicity, I finally have gotten to a point after being in leadership as long as I have and acknowledging, you know, it's not just that you can't make certain people happy. It's that some people want to see you fail uh, or they want to they want a reason to not like you. Um, there's lots I do wrong and can, can work on. And if it's those constructive pieces all day, give them to me, let's work on them together. But if it's the first part of that, then all I can do is set a boundary and an expectation and focus on the elements that I can control. So that's my advice on toxicity. Take it or leave it. I hope it was helpful to at least a couple of you. And I sincerely wish you all the best in this week. And as we continue to navigate the chaos around us, I hope that you are all taking your moments of just pausing and knowing what you need as an individual and how you can focus on elements that make you better um, and make you feel better as we're going through all of this. I will have a guest speaker series towards um, the middle or end of the week. I hope you all will look forward to that. And I'll probably at least add one more short daily drop in this week as well. Peace.